Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we're having a conversation with Podbean's SVP of Advertising, Carrie Tracy, and SVP of Content and Partnerships, Rob Greenlee, on Podbean's programmatic advertising platform and how you can benefit. Stay tuned. And here we go. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Rob. How's it going? Hi, Norma Jean. Good. It's great. It's great to be here, Norma. We're so excited to have you both here today talking all about programmatic advertising. So Carrie, start us off. What is programmatic advertising? Programmatic um, advertising allows advertisers to buy advertising inventory in real time with the possibility of showing an ad to a selected target group within a specific content. Fantastic. So it's really one of those things where, you know, you're not taking your time. It's not a slow process of, you know, soliciting an advertiser, creating a campaign with a host red ad, anything like that. It's really happening in almost real time. Is that correct? Exactly. Amazing. And Rob, I want to direct this to you next and then we'll pop back to Carrie. But how does programmatic advertising help increase audience reach and benefit podcasters? Well, I don't know that it necessarily helps the reach uh, to new audiences or anything like that. But it does basically give you the tools that you are probably probably the most efficient tools for you to uh, run advertising to your your listeners that you have. And as you grow audience, your, your revenue grows. If it is one of your goals to monetize your podcast, which many podcasters, you know, want to monetize their, their podcast to pay some bills or to cover their hosting costs or whatever they do it for, whatever reason that, that it is, the programmatic side can actually be a great way to kind of phase your way into um, having advertising in your podcast. So it's, you can kind of grow up with the programmatic side into other types of advertising and revenue opportunities for your podcast. So it it really kind of gets you in the door at a lower level of audience. And that's, that's the power of the programmatic side, getting involved in advertising, formatting your show to be kind of compatible with that type of, you know, monetization, setting some insertion points, or it can just be a pre-roll or post-roll you know, combination of, of ads and, you know, you just kind of set it and it runs on its own across all your archives and monetizes the audience that you do have in the maximum way that's possible at, at whatever level you're at. Absolutely. And that's such an important point, I think, with programmatic advertising is that you don't have to be a podcaster with huge download numbers because at Podbean with our programmatic, we're talking to big brands and advertisers over an aggregate of shows that really hones in on target demographics, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Carrie, first tell us, how can brands benefit from programmatic? So from a brand standpoint, what are companies and brands benefiting? How are they benefiting from programmatic? Well, uh, brands like it for a number of reasons. Uh, First and foremost, it allows them to uh, target more uh, to get more granular. So as an example, they can, I use the example all the time, 
They can target moms who shop at Target, who have under two-year-olds in the household or interested in diapers. It can get that granular. The bigger brands like it because it allows them to scale their messaging. So they can have, not too dissimilar to uh, use the example of, of radio or streaming, but they can do it on a global basis and they can target by geo. And again, they can get very granular on a uh, demo and behavioral standpoint. Absolutely. And we talk more about this in our upcoming event. So we talk about how those demographics are created and the breakdown and some of the privacy around that. So if you want to hear more, we have an incredible event on March 16th on maximizing your podcast revenue. So absolutely, Carrie, that's that's so important. And I want to ask you next, how can programmatic help podcasters and brands maximize their revenue? So Rob, I think you touched on this briefly, but you know, in terms of that inventory that podcasters may have, right? Maybe you have started out with one campaign or a couple of campaigns working directly with brands, doing host red ads, but maybe you want to increase some ad slots. How can programmatic help you maximize that? Yeah, I think it can be an additive layer to something that you're already doing, or it can be a place to start, but it's usually done in either like a pre-roll position, post-roll type of location. It's at the beginning or the end of the podcast. And then it can also be somewhere in the middle. So oftentimes some shows will do early mid-rolls uh, or a late um, a mid-roll that could be in between maybe a host read in the middle and pre-rolls and post-rolls at the end. So you have to really kind of balance. I mean, you don't want to overload your show with ads. So you want to kind of create this balance, but you can certainly create these different zones in your episode for different types of advertising technology that can be deployed. Even, even baked in could be, could be deployed in this way. That could be in the middle of your show or something like that, or dynamically ad inserted host read could be inserted in the middle of the show. Uh, and then a couple of spots in early mid row and late mid roll could be where, where the programmatic campaign happens. So, so that's, that's the flexibility of it is that you can kind of position it and base it on really kind of segments of the content. So as you start thinking about the flow of your content, it it's helpful to know ahead of time that you're going to want to run advertising in certain locations in your show. So as you produce your show, produce it in a way that is segmented to some degree that has like natural kind of transitional uh, locations in the content that you can easily put like a, a fixed insertion point. It doesn't have to be a hard break um, where you have to say, you know, will you write back or something like that? Because one of the things about programmatic is that there may not always be an ad there. So right. what you want to create is kind of soft breaks um, that basically if, if there isn't an ad inserted in that location, that the audience doesn't feel jarred like they've been, you know, kind of um, teased with a break that doesn't exist. So, so that's the magic that you have to kind of massage with this. And that's why it's important to think about the content production of the show as well. Yeah, absolutely. And before we talk to Carrie about the brand side of this, I also want to say at Podbean, we have programmatic ready for you as a tool. So it is one of the monetization tools here at Podbean. It's ready to go. We'll have the link here in our show notes of how you can register your podcast and make sure that you're set up so that once you set those ad slots, you're ready to go and that you can fill that inventory 
for your show based on the demographics that advertisers want to reach. So Carrie, tell us a little bit about how programmatic advertising can help brands maximize their revenue. Um, yeah, again, I uh, just just to add on to what Rob was saying earlier is that the other nice aspect of programmatic is we can run an announcer red ad or branded ad in there. And it's, you know, no, they don't have to really do anything, basically. It's, you know, just produce good content and we can drop the ad in there, which is nice. I mean, because some podcasters enjoy doing host red ads, uh, some may not have the time for it. So it, it allows for that as well. In terms of how brands maximize programmatic is that it allows them, you know, again, they're buying audiences. They're not necessarily buying shows. So it gives them the ability, you know, particularly for the bigger brands to say, I want to target, you know, young males who play basketball and like sneakers, whatever the case may be, and they can buy it on a global basis, or they can buy it the top 10 cities that have the most basketball courts, as an example, or whatever the case may be. And it also allows them to track across all media channels and they can see cross attribution, not only with podcasting, but with all. So audio programmatic is being invited into kind of the bigger ecosystem of media buying, which is huge because now we're included in RFPs, which in the past we weren't because, you know, audio programmatic just wasn't available. So I think that's a big part of uh, advertisers and, and brands. Yeah. And Carrie, just for everybody out there listening who may not be familiar with an RFP, can you break that down a little bit? Sure. So agencies and brands will send out requests for proposals, and it will typically include the parameters of, you know, what their goal is, who their target audience is, and what their budget is. It gets deeper than that, too. It will break out the, you know, certain personas that or target audiences that they're going after that we put together for that. But again, we represent the podcast to try to bring in, you know, revenue for them by filling out these RFPs and telling them all about the great podcasts that we have and the great audiences that are available to them. Absolutely. And so if you're a podcaster out there, you know, and you're like, oh, I'll just sign up for programmatic, just know that there is so much work that goes into this, right? Like there are brands and agencies and many, many people that are working to get you this advertising, right? So it's really incredible. And from a brand standpoint, Carrie, like you were saying, you can reach audiences and the niches of those audiences on a really granular level. It's incredible. It's really, yeah, really I mean, incredible. The other thing I would add, uh, Norma Jean, too, is that, you know, some podcasters, even if they have their own sales force, they can look at programmatic as a supplement to that. So, mm -hmm. you know, for, for the, the episodes or the shows or whatever, the inventory that they can sell this is kind of a nice way to fill that up and maximize your inventory. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the technology of it is incredible. And we really get into it in our upcoming event, which we'll have here in the show notes. So if you have any questions, please join us. I think we're going to talk for almost an hour. So it's definitely incredible. And Carrie, you're going to break down, you know, really how the technology works <laughs> with visual, with visual yes. aids and graphics versus us here on the, on the audio only podcasting smarter. So the technology of it is just so incredible, right? And it's it's really, we're at the forefront of this in podcasting. It's a really exciting time. And I want to ask you both, you know, we've talked about some of the different types of programmatic ads that can be utilized, you know, whether it's additional inventory or pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll slots. 
but how can mm-hmm. how can podcasters and brands measure the success of their campaigns from a brand standpoint, the campaigns, but from a podcaster standpoint, the ads, right? How can those be measured? What success metrics um, are important to look out for? Yeah, yeah. So from a brand is always looking at uh, ROI, return on investment. And they want to say, this is what I've spent and this is what my return was. And it's typically in revenue. But there are other metrics too, ROI, that they look at. Uh, and then secondly, it's attribution where, you know, if it's a direct response advertiser where they're, you know, calling on an 800 number or URL, they, they want to know how many, you know, conversions that I get. And the other tools that we have at, at Podbean Attribution where someone may come, may listen to the podcast they may not buy right then and there, but they may come back a couple of weeks later after they hear the podcast again. So we have the ability to give attribution uh, to those particular podcasts of where that revenue, where those conversions are coming from. And then thirdly is brand studies where they do a pre and post uh, study where they do a specific group. Have you ever heard of the brand before the campaign? And then they'll ask questions after the campaign rent to see you know, they may not have gotten orders, but in the case of like, you know, American Express or car companies what you know, they want to see, you know, did I make a difference with that, you know, particular campaign? Yeah, absolutely. And Rob? Yeah, I, I wanted to mention a little bit about the content side of advertising, too. There's certainly testing that the agencies and the brands do uh basically around the, the ad creative that they create for these campaigns, too. So, it's always in their best interest to have um, uh, spots that are proven to be able to convert, you know, in front of audiences, and they're constantly testing different creative content that uh, will bring back a certain type of a result. So there is a lot of science to this as well, but there's also a lot of creative that goes into this too, just like any other advertising, right? The the ad message is important too that drives conversion. And, and it's also important for the podcaster to be confident that these brands that are running ads in their show have tested their spots and that they are proven effective too, because that's going to make um, those brands come back and buy campaigns across that genre in the future too. So it, it, there is a vested interest on all parties that the content in the ad be, be valid too. And there's, testing now that's happening using AI technology to evaluate the content of the ads too, and not just evaluate the content of the podcast. So that's being worked on too. So you have a good match of, of the creative and the podcast content um, and, and the conversion from that too. So it is becoming kind of a science. It's what's happening here. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, honestly, it's just such an exciting time for programmatic you know, we've launched it here at Podbean. We have links for you here in the show notes today. We have an upcoming event. And it's just really one of our monetization tools here at Podbean. So Rob, tell us a little bit about DAI, dynamic ad insertion. And then Carrie, just tell us a little bit about the ads marketplace just to, you know, remind people because we have so many amazing monetization tools here at Podbean. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the the dynamic ad insertion technology. I mean, because it's it's the backbone of the future of podcast advertising. Clearly, I mean, I mean, there's the campaigns that that are run with the pre-recorded host reads. There's campaigns that are run through programmatic that use the same technology. It's all 
you know, even even the programmatic platforms use the the dynamic ad insertion technology, right? So it's basically being able to slide in audio into locations in the audio. It could be in the very beginning too, which isn't really ad insertion. It's more like, you know, it's like a book that you add to the end of a bookshelf, right? It's it's not really sliding it into anything, but it's the same kind of process, right? That you take a piece of audio and you you insert it into a particular location, not unlike pulling a book out of a bookshelf and sliding a different book into a different spot. So that's that's the analogy and that's how powerful that is. It can be used for more than just advertising too. It can be used for content as well. And so what we're starting to see more of uh, to extend this conversation a little bit further is that um, podcast promos are being done like this as well. So you could basically do the same kind of a thing as a as a advertising spot, but it could be a promo for a podcast too. So you could run a campaign or your podcast in using this technology as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Carrie. Yeah, no, just to add on to the promo uh, with Podbean, you also have the ability to advertise on uh, banner ads and then also in app. Um, so there's a two excellent ways to promote your podcast. Uh, and as Rob said, you can promote it across, you know, by uh, genre or other individual podcasts or uh, geo. But the ads marketplace are three ways that an advertiser can advertise. One is through self-serve. They can go in there and they can buy by geo genre or individual podcast. And then secondly is host red, where we can help them manage that, do the whole process of reaching out to the podcasters. And then thirdly is uh, programmatic, which is where you can get, you can scale and you can get very granular and it's announced for red ads, but um, yeah. So, you know, we'd love to talk to both the podcasters and the brands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what's so great about where we are in terms of advertising, right? Here at Podbean, we're kind of really, you know, we support so many podcasters, over 600,000 podcasts are hosted with us here at Podbean. But then also we're working with large brands, agencies, and companies to bring the advertising revenue to our podcasters as well. Well, this has been such a pleasure, Carrie and Rob. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.